Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie. I got one question for you two guys. How are you, be- how are you beating the heat? Uh, well, <laughs> we got an air-conditioned office, Rick. <laughs> We're staying inside. <laughs> hey, we've, we've, I know. It, it, it is. It is. Well, it is. It has been a rough week for uh, weather-wise, eh? Wow, it, it's been uh, it's been insane. It's uh, and, and apparently, uh, our global news chief meteorologist Anthony Farnell is predicting that uh, throughout the month of July, there's going to be at least 15 more days of 30 wow. plus degrees and close to 40 humidity. So the question I have is, and we, we've talked about this during the winter months and how you know challenging or difficult it is to show homes or or be a realtor in the winter months. Is it the same during the summer? Um, well, no, the summertime is, is, is good. It's always moving along pretty good. Um, it, it just, um, you know, it just, you know, I think our, our spring market got pushed into the summer and, uh, uh, go ahead, Phil, what are you going to say? No, it, it, it's fun. You got to dress for it, right? There's, That's there's the nothing thing. worse than you're, when you're running around and you are just sweating through your clothes. So, you know, a lot of my, a lot of my tire has turned into golf attire. It's turned into, you know, your dry fit t-shirts, your dry fit shorts. And, um, and, and people are respectable with it. It's, you know, in this heat, people don't expect you to show up with a, you know, a, a three piece suit on and, and, uh, dress shoes and socks. So it's been, uh, and especially when you're, you're, you're running around houses and you're, you're at these rural properties and there's no shade and you're just standing in the heat looking at these properties there's there's been times where you know you, you get those really really hot days and and uh, and uh, you're you're showing houses but you know I'm not complaining because there's you know hats off to the construction workers out there that are that are working through this heat and uh, and people working in, in in factories and warehouses without without any air conditioning because mm-hmm. they're you know they're the real ones who who are able to to, to make it through. Um, you know, we're, we're lucky with, you know, air conditioned cars and, and offices. We might only have to put up with it for, for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, but then, you know, we're back into a, uh, you know, a comfortable space. So I, it, it, it's just, it's funny to see the backyard pools premium, just, just go through the roof this summer, anything with a pool or a backyard pool, it, it's, uh, extremely attractive to everyone, but the, um, the temperature it's, it's, you know, we have these highs, highs, and, and these lows of lows. It's just, you know, don't complain. You know, don't complain now, and then complain when it's negative thirty. You got to take it with a grain of salt. Well, I oh, brought- yeah. Just the other day, uh, we were at uh, uh, at a house, and we were waiting for uh, a third party to show up for the and because they had that the key for this house. <laughs> I'll tell you, Rick. We uh, we went uh, to the neighbor's house uh, and waited under the tree there where it was uh, the shade, but it was still hot. Like it was just like, no matter where you were, but at least we were not in the directly in the sun. And uh, people are going, what's this crowd of people hanging out in front of my front lawn here? So, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, 
It's uh, uh, this is the time of the year. If you're selling a house and you don't have air, believe me, it's going to cost you money by selling the house. So if you're got if you're selling your house, make sure you got air conditioning because uh, that's the first thing they uh, they feel when they walk into a house. And Phil, you brought up the pool. In a week like this, when you're selling a house and a home buyer is going through a house and it has a pool, um, is is that I'm not going to say that's you know the 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 slam dunk of the day, but do they do they does their thought process change because they may have gone to that house thinking, I'm not sure if I really want a pool, but when they feel the heat and the humidity and they're thinking, wow, you yeah. know, a pool would be nice. It, it, it's so funny. So I had this conversation with one of my sellers in Niagara Falls the other day and I, and I, prior to the pandemic and prior to COVID and prior to this lockdown, a pool used to be almost as a, you know, not necessarily a deterrent, but people that were buying houses with pools weren't necessarily looking for a house with a pool. They would probably say, you know what, I really love that house. Oh, it has a pool. Okay, I'll take care of it. You know, and it comes with the house. And even sometimes, you know, a pool, you know, it, it might have been, it didn't offer that, that wow factor that, or that major feature unless it was like a luxury pool. But, but what we're finding more so today is, is pools have become a premium on a property feature um, for people looking this summer. We have, you know, there's no festivals, there's no concerts, there's nowhere for people to go and, and, and have that escape that people that are looking for those backyard oasises, that backyard lifestyle are, are, are finding it. And people that have that to offer to, to the market are, are doing extremely well in, in, uh, in the marketplace and selling right now. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's very funny. We, and I believe, you know, when we, a couple episodes ago or back when we first started, we talked about how real estate agents used to put, you know, a for sale sign and have a pool rider underneath and, and you know, talking about the property with the pool and how that would be an often a, deter, a deterrent. We're in, we're in the, you know, we're right now today, every single one of our houses that have a pool, we're, we're talking about putting a pool rider on the for sale sign because we just know how attractive it is with COVID. But now you add this, the, you know, the current inactive heat wave that we're experiencing. We have these, you know, these water bands throughout our area and, and things like that. You know, people, people want, People want pools. If you have a pool, I'm sure there's people calling you. Hey, I'm coming over and hanging out in your backyard this afternoon. Or all of a sudden you, 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 get, you get home and you show up and you, and you got two or three buddies in, in the backyard hanging out by your pool that you didn't invite over. But that's, a, that's another story. But, yeah, pools have, have become increasingly popular. I mean, for pool companies, I read an article the other day. There's a, there's a two- to three-period wait for some of the pool companies to come back and construct a pool in your backyard. It's just incredible. Wow. Two to three years. Yeah, that's a long time. That's amazing. Yeah. He, People are going to be moving out of their house. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. By the time the pool guy's ready to put it in the pool, is oh, we change our mind. We got we got to move to another house. That's so uh, true. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, definitely we got two crises. Especially now, people are flocking to the beaches, and and they can't because they're putting a ban. So uh, so there's uh, definitely uh, a problem there. So it's uh, it's just you know it, it, this whole year to 2020 is just uh, put a loop into everything. It's certainly upside down. If you're a first-time home buyer, stay tuned. We're going to talk about uh, the CMHC's new mortgage rules that will likely impact your buying decision. We'll also talk about uh, breaching a purchase contract. That's coming up in a matter of minutes. But let's focus on the June 2020 statistics from the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. 1,304 sales last month, up 53%. Over May, down only 0.2% from June of last year. The average price for a home, $675,000. That is up 13.7% from June of 2019 and also up 3% 
from last month. RAHB President Kathy Delanebia saying that if Ontario's recovery from COVID-19 continues, we shouldn't see a decrease. However, we are cautious that any relapse of a second wave could slow activity and affect average price. How much discussion is happening on the street regarding not not currently where we are, but where we're still heading and the impact that a second wave or a potential second wave might have on the market? I, I don't, if there is a second wave, I think we're kind of immune to this kind of uh, life that uh, this new, you know, way of, of how we're living. Um, I mean, April was, you know, the end of March and, and April was kind of like, people were like, okay, what's going on? You, you know, you know, but then all of a sudden May kicks in and everybody's like, you know, they're back, they're going to more of a normalcy, uh, like an, like an, un, like a, a, an uncommon normalcy. So I don't know, like, it's just, if we go into another wave and they tell us to shut down, we're not going to be, uh, okay, okay, whatever. That's, uh, we're used to that. We're not going to be, uh, you know, being so serious about it as we were for uh, the end of March and in April. Um, people are still getting around. People are still doing things. And, and I know the government's trying to, you know, uh, and different cities are implementing, you know, uh, wearing masks no matter where you are indoors, which I understand completely. And, uh, and they're trying to make sure that we have a handle on this. And I, and I think, you know, the government is doing a great job uh, giving us a handle on this because I mean, not, and keeping the borders closed, uh, which is hurting us, but also it's helping us um, just because of the fact that the U S is, you know, it's, it's a big mish- mishmash over there. You know, every, every state is doing something different. In looking at the uh, specific areas in the Hamilton Burlington uh, area, in terms of uh, home sales in June of 2020, uh, prices again up. There are some differences in terms of sales from year to year, 2019 compared to 2020. But when I look at uh, Hamilton East, Hamilton West, Hamilton Center, Hamilton Mountain, prices across the board are up. Up in Ancaster, higher in Stony Creek, elevated in Burlington, and also up in Grimsby, and 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 they're not up marginally, as opposed, you know, except for Grimsby, uh, Grimsby. But I'll get to that in a second. Hamilton West, the average price of a home up eighty nine thousand dollars. Hamilton East, up fifty k, thirty nine thousand higher in Hamilton Center, eighty four thousand dollars more on the mountain, one hundred and four thousand dollars higher in Ancaster, despite the same number of sales from year to year, seventy two thousand dollar increase in Stony Creek, ninety five thousand dollars up in Burlington and Grimsby. Which sales went from 42 in 2019 uh, in June of that year to 71 last month, but the price relatively flat, only six thousand dollars higher. So we're seeing that plateau in Grimsby again. Yeah, yeah, that's Grimsby. Remember, I told you that Grimsby, uh, it, when it plateaus, it plateaus. Uh, and I mean, it, it, it's only up like uh, not even not even a point because uh, last year uh, average sale price was uh, five hundred and seventy-three thousand seven hundred eighty-eight. This year it's seven five hundred seventy nine thousand eight hundred forty two. So it hasn't gone up that much because it did plateau. Even though they had, but they also had a big increase in sales. Last year they did forty two sales in the month of June. This year they did uh, seventy one. So there was a big increase uh, in sales. So Grimsey was almost like a normal market uh, when it came to uh, unit numbers uh, of sales in two thousand nineteen. That there there wasn't that many sales, so so you know maybe all the uh, all the other little stuff that uh, was lingering around in Grimsey this year was uh, all selling that would normally not sell. So it depends uh, 
what was on the market at the time. Just before we go to break, I want to point out two other things. Uh, home sales up in Stony Creek, 117 to 136. And in Burlington, jumping from 299 to 319 as well. And Flamborough, over the million mark last month. I guess it was a couple of big home sales, uh, just over $1 million in Flamborough. When we come back, breaching a purchase contract. We'll tell you the story and we'll tell you what that means when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Zamprin in studio today and once again from their broadcast center in uh, one Markland uh, in uh, central Hamilton. Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax's Garmin Realty, the Golfi team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfi.com is the website you want to go to if you're looking for a home, if you want to jump into the market. Again, that's RobGolfi.com, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Check them out on social media. They're all over the place on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Search them out at at RobGolfi. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, real estate related, of course, but hey, if you want to throw in a sports question to Philip Golfie, the big sports fan, you can do so as well. <laughs> questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. Again, questions at robgolfie.com. We'll also check uh, your ideas for any uh, topics that you want us to discuss. All right, let's, uh, I'll, I'll lay this out for you guys, and you can give me your thoughts on uh, you know, what transpired, how this happened, some of the mistakes that were made. Uh, this is a man in the Markham area, uh, back in March of 2016, bought a townhouse in a pre-construction project in, uh, in Markham from a builder, and uh, he paid just over $1.1, nearly $1.2 million. So he paid the builder deposits totaling $150,000, and in July of 2019, he listed the unfinished home for sale, and uh, it was a breach of a clear prohibition in the purchase agreement. And that agreement also contained the clause stating that if a purchaser breached that prohibition, the builder could both terminate the agreement and keep the deposit and any monies paid. So what happened? Well, in December of 2019, just a few months ago, this man requested and was refused permission to resell the property before final closing. Despite this, he again listed the property for sale and signed an agreement to sell it for nearly $1.3 million with an April 2020 closing date. So the buyer saw this listing and the buyer's lawyer said, hold the fort here. In light of this contract breach, the builder terminated the agreement and forfeited the deposit and occupancy fees paid. The man also was told to surrender possession of the unit. So what happens to this guy? Well, he and the new purchaser then terminate their agreement of purchase and sale with an option to revive it if the dispute with the builder was settled. Fast forward to last month. And this individual asked the court for what is known as relief from forfeiture of his deposit. The judge ruled that the man knowingly and deliberately breached the agreement when he listed and sold the townhouse in December of 2019 and January of 2020. The judge noted that the purchaser could have bought one of the builder's nine unsold townhouses. This sounds like a big mess. It, it is. It is. 
You know what? Like in the contract, a lot of builders have this now that they cannot uh, assign um, the um, um, condos or houses uh, to another buyer because it's going to hurt them in selling other ones. There's no doubt about that. And uh, and I understand that. And that was happening a lot during 2017 and even years ago uh, from uh, the late 80s when there was a building boom then. But this guy uh, knew the contract. Put, his, put the house up for sale, and they told him to take it down, and then he did it again. He probably, if he didn't do that again, he should have just waited, closed the deal, and then sold it. But then I think he, he did lose his $150,000 deposit. The judge says, well, you know what? It, you did it the second time, and that obviously didn't teach you a lesson. So now uh, we're, you're going to lose your $150,000 deposit, and he has no rights to that house. So he basically lost the rights to close on that house now. So... Um, builders, you know what, they're there to protect themselves. I understand that. And, uh, and then, but a lot of investors end up buying them thinking they can flip these houses before they take possession and they may not even have the money to close the deal. That's what probably was happening with this guy. He was running scared. He didn't have the money to close that deal. So he was trying to assign it and make some money and, and go on to the next deal probably. Yeah. So what's going on right now? This, this problem is so happens every single day in Toronto. So, so what's happening is the builders want the assignment clauses. And, and what's happening is you have these big platinum brokers. And what I mean by platinum brokers is somebody who's a real estate agent who works with a lot of investors who can go to a builder and say, I can sell 20 or 30 of your units right now. I got 20 or 30 people waiting, um, you know, basically to, to buy a new development condo. Now, what that platinum broker will do to the builder is they'll say, they'll, they'll negotiate these terms. They'll negotiate deposit structure. They'll negotiate assignment clauses, they'll negotiate closing dates, they'll negotiate upgrades, things, things like that. Now, what happens with the builders, if a builder has, you know, a 300 unit, 400 unit, 500 unit condo, for him to be able to sell 30, 40, 50 units, you know, right away with, with one broker, it's very attractive for him to move units. But what's happening is these assignment clauses are becoming very problematic in the, in, in the, in the timing coming up to the occupancy dates. Because the platinum broker is helping these these investors, you know, move these assignment clauses and, and sell it to somebody else, and they're making a spread of thirty, forty, fifty grand um, in the past. And, and, and even in the past, it was it, it could have been hundreds and hundreds of thousands. We've seen you know the Toronto condo market you know appreciate so fast, rapidly in, in dollar value that somebody could could have just put in you know, a fifty thousand dollar deposit check and flip it through an assignment clause without even closing on it and make one hundred and fifty grand. It's 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 crazy. But what's happening in today's market is, is there's people who are buying these condos with absolutely no intention on closing on them and they're not able to assign it. So, so now what's going on is, is the deposits with the builder, the buyer isn't closing on the condo. And now all of a sudden, if a builder has 20, 30, 40 people like this that aren't able to close, you find yourself in, in, in a serious, serious problem where, where the building's not, you know, it, it, there, there's a number of you know repercussions of this. Now, that's what happens when a builder says, you know, I, I don't want to sell to investors, but you need them, you want them, but, but then you don't. And when, when, when we're in a time where, you know, the market changes and the market shifts, you see these corrections in, in, these, in these condo markets, and, and this is one of the reasons that, that, that happens because of it. Builders, builders cannot uh, take uh, the, the, the punch of uh, financial uh, stress of, of so many 
um, delinquent in, in, delinquent investors that can't close. And these investors, they're desperate. They they need to sell this and because uh, they can't close because maybe the banks aren't giving them the financing or whatever. So now this guy just kind of screwed himself. He lost $150,000. So basically, whatever profit he thought he was going to make, he basically, now he's in the negative. And uh, I mean, he should have read the contract. He should have understood that. I mean, there was, there's a better way to do it. Like he could have sold the the day he took possession. uh, He put put it up for sale. And we've done that for many clients uh, with the condos here. Uh, They take possession of it. And even, and a lot of times they take possession uh, a month before they actually take title, uh, especially in the condo market, uh, the, the apartment style condos. And so, so what we do is when they have possession, we get it staged, we get it all ready. The day they take possession, uh, title of it, t- the day they take title, the next day it hits the market, and hopefully we have it sold within a week and a half, and, uh, and, it, and it closes right away. I mean, we did one recently that uh, they, the, the, the lady didn't even make a first mortgage payment when, uh, when she took title and sold, it, it closed within less than 30 days. She didn't even do a, a mortgage payment on it. So, I mean, it's like if you're an investor and you're looking at buying a condo and you want to flip it uh, and you want to sign it before, you got to better read the fine lines, take it to your lawyer mm-hmm. and, and do not uh, attempt to do anything because a realtor cannot put a property up for sale uh, uh, that is not in the owner's possession or name. So uh, that's why the, the, the builder probably sent a letter to the realtor and say, hey, listen, Take this on. Uh, you have no right to put this on. There's uh, the, the the seller uh, does not own this property yet, and and it also was interfering with uh, maybe that guy buying another uh, another one of his uh, homes that uh, that he probably would have for sale. So just if you're going to buy a, a brand new uh, condo or house or anything, read the fine print. Take it to your lawyer. Don't just sign it there because you know that there's a reason why they've got you know 20 pages of uh of, of an agreement of purchase and sale there with the uh new home builder yeah and and this is something that we haven't seen in hamilton and niagara it's, it's something that is popular in toronto and in, in the gta but a lot of the a lot of the builders in our area have their own sales staff in-house right they don't they don't rely on uh, platinum brokers or or sales agents some of them might but 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 for the most part not not so much and uh and if you talk to a lot of the builders in, in our area they they like investors because they're they're easy and they're quick um but but with them they come up be, become a lot a, a lot more risky in terms of you know them being delinquent and not closing on their on their completion um on on the closing date but there's more people that that builders that that are interested in selling to families and, and working with with them instead of investors so it sounds like these clauses are standard, and if there's a developer that doesn't have this kind of clause, that's probably a red flag, right? Well, if a developer doesn't have it, he obviously has not uh, been in the business long, long enough to experience uh, everybody trying to assign uh, uh, their, um, their their whatever the, uh, the buyer purchased. Um, a lot of it started coming around, I'd say, um, at the uh, at two, the end of 2016, 2017. Every you know all these. Uh, uh, builders are saying, hey, listen, you buy it, you can't assign it um, because uh, it's going to interfere with our future sales of this development. And um, and it, it just depends. Like they, they have all stipulations. Uh, the builder may say, you know, we need to be 80% sold and 90% sold before you can assign it, um, or they need special per- permission. 
but uh, but most savvy uh, developers uh, they they put some, something in there now because of that. But uh, it did come from uh, the GTA coming towards this way. So um, and it uh, you know and it's just there, there to protect the builder. The uh, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation uh, certainly making waves here in 2020, several weeks ago, predicting a, a massive decline in housing uh, prices across the country uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, now they're out with uh, tighter qualification rules for borrowers of high ratio mortgages. The uh, changes took effect uh, on Canada Day. Um, basically, it states if you have less than 20% to pay down, uh, CMHC will now be limiting uh, gross total debt servicing ratios to its standard requirements of 35% and 42%, uh, establishing a minimum credit score of 680. That's up from uh, the previous 600 uh, limit uh, for at least one borrower, and no longer treating non-traditional sources of down payment that increase indebtedness as equity for insurance uh, purposes. How big of an impact is this going to have on first-time home buyers, on, on people who are uh, getting another home, maybe a vacation home, whatever the case is? What, what kind of impact are we looking at? There is an impact on it. Uh, banks and uh, financial institutions are making it a little tougher for the average person uh, to get a mortgage. I, I think it's because uh, they're, they're unsure what uh, the, the future is going to bring just because of the fact of this covid um, the, um, it, it just, um, it, it, it's going to definitely, uh, affect sales in the, in the future. There's no doubt about it. Right now we're not seeing it as much because the inventory is so low and the, and the buyer pool is so big that, uh, we don't see it. But, but in saying that when, uh, if I'm representing a buyer that is buying a property right now, they almost need a full, uh, week and a half, like, uh, to get their financing in order with their banks because they are taking their time, um, doing everything. So, so as a seller, they should understand that. And as a buyer, you know, uh, they'll need that time, uh, if they're going in with a condition on financing on on a house purchase that they're buying. Uh, and basically, CMHC also saying that in order to buy, uh, as we know already, there's a five percent down payment to, to purchase a home. However, if a home buyer has less than twenty percent, uh, they'll need to take out a high ratio mortgage, which requires mortgage default insurance. And they just don't want people obviously defaulting on on, on their purchase. Yeah, it's you know, it, 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 the funny thing is, you pay for default insurance. But it still hurts your credit rating if you default. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> yeah. that, that shouldn't do that. So it's like it's like you you know you buy insurance for your car, you smash your car up, and and, and uh, they they pay for it. But obviously your insurance is going to go up if you if it was at your fault. But with the uh, insur- with the uh, mortgages, uh, the default insurance is there to protect uh, the bank. Obviously they're going to get their money, and uh, but the homeowner still. He ends up getting a black uh, a black flag on his uh, credit report. There's no doubt about that. We got a couple minutes in this segment. Just uh, really want to quickly uh, hit on downsizers. Um, apparently, they're critical to a well-functioning real estate market. If we want a bunch of first-time buyers to get into the market, we need a lot of people at the top end of the market or, or the medium range of the market to downsize. So we're talking about the, the seniors or the retirees who are looking at downsizing. But as we've talked about in the past, they're looking basically for the same kind of house as first-time home buyers are looking at. Bungalows, condos, all that kind of stuff. They, they are, and, and that's what's and that's what's coming, uh, and that's what's driving the market up because you got two different generation of uh, people uh, looking at uh, the same uh, house size, 
and uh, and, th- and, th- and those houses uh, are are going up in value uh, tremendously, and uh, and and it's and it's hard to control. So you got the uh, seniors that have got the money, and the and the first time buyers. I mean, I mean they're they're leveraging themselves right to their eyeballs uh, to, to get that same home that that senior they're competing with. It's, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's making an impact in the market. And the senior still winning out in this case because of the, 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 you know, the, the savings that they have. Seniors are winning out. They don't care. They, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they don't care because they just want the house and, uh, and they've got the cash and they don't care. They, they, you know, they'll go in and, and they're paying cash for their house. And, and meanwhile, the, uh, the first time buyer is just scrimping and scraping is whatever down payment they can get to get that. So, so it, it, it's getting tough for uh, first time buyers, no doubt when they're, uh, when they're trying to compete against the senior that's buying. When we return, uh, I received another letter in the mail. So we'll dip into the mailbag in terms of uh, someone wanting to buy uh, not only my house, but I'm sure everyone else in the neighborhood got the same letter. So they're out there and we'll talk about it when we come back here on the Hamilton real estate show on 900 CHML. Oh, Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio and in their broadcast facility. One Marklin, Rob Golfie, and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpments, the Golfie team. You can head online to robgolfie.com. Check out the hottest listings in your neighborhood. That's robgolfie.com. Or call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Don't forget, even during the COVID-19 pandemic, Golfie gets it sold. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like them on Facebook as well. And check out the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast for some uh, really exciting and entertaining past episodes. So I dip into my mailbox the other day. And uh, amongst you know some of the bills that, yes, I still get through the mail, yeah. is a letter... And uh, I'll read it to you guys, and uh, you can give me your thoughts on it. It says, Dear Homeowner, and I'll leave out their names and phone numbers and all that stuff, but basically they they wanted to send uh, me this note that, quote, we are looking to buy a house in your area, and if you would like to have your property considered, please call me. We are a small family-owned business. I'm not a real estate agent looking to list your property. We buy direct and privately and make the entire process simple, fast, and easy for you. We will buy your house as is in any condition, and with us, you avoid costly repairs and please a picky buyer. You get a guaranteed sale and uh, with our cash offer as we don't need bank approvals. You can show your house once and have it sold. Others that have sold to us felt the peace of mind was well worth it as working with us is a guaranteed done deal to avoid the uncertainty of when your home will sell and for how much. Once again, we buy your house. Consider these benefits. You don't have to pay any commission fees. Uh, You will receive an offer within 48 hours. You don't need to spend time and money to make any repairs or renovations. We have flexible terms and can close on the date of your choice. Avoid dozens of strangers coming through your house. Fast and friendly service. If you're interested in a quick private sale with no long drawn out process and no hassles, please call and they have their number. P.S. If you are not ready to sell, keep this note and call us when it's right for you, even if it's one to two years from now. P.P.S. We love referrals. Call Textus if you know someone looking to sell and we can offer you $2,020 in referral fees. So there you go. Yeah. So 
there, there's a lot of these guys around doing that, and uh, we just happen to have uh, a, a guy that uh, organized something like this. And what it is is they have a bunch of investors that's going to invest with them to buy these properties. And these guys, they buy a lot of properties, and uh, so and 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 they'll close on it, but they're buying it probably at seventy five percent of market value. So and they'll give you a thirty day closing. But here's the catch: so these guys, when COVID hit uh, three and a half four months ago, um, we got a call from one of these private investors, uh, one of, one of these guys that were buying properties, and they had a bunch of closings coming up. They were in deep trouble because their investors walked away, and so they couldn't close on these deals. So, you know, you got to be careful when, you know, when something like this. So these guys jumped ship when things went bad and they couldn't uh, follow through on it. So, um, you know, you got to be careful. It's, uh, yeah. And, and the thing is, and they're buying your house at 75%. So it's, I mean, I mean, they can list their house at market value, have their house sold within a week and it's done and over with. And they've probably gotten, you know, 50 to $80,000 more than what the, what that, that, note is going to give them. The the thing is, is if you haven't been paying attention to the real estate market and, and some people just aren't interested in it, they don't care, they got their house and, and you know, they don't, they don't follow the real estate trends. People will often be surprised by how much their house is worth and how much their house has appreciated in, in recent years. So sometimes what happens is, is you get these investors and in, in these cards that go out and, and, and they offer somebody a, a price. But in comparison to market value, they're not, they're not, you know, they're not doing well, but in their own mind, for what they bought it for 10 years ago, it, you know, they're getting double. So it, it seems like a lot of money and, and there's, you know, they're looking for people to, you know, to take advantage of, right? They're looking for people who, who are in a bind, who maybe need to sell right away or, or people who are just unfamiliar with what their actual house is, is worth. And, and they're taking advantage of them and, and making the money off off the spread. And, it, it, you know, there's some there's some difficult horror stories out there where people, you know, get cornered into a, a real estate transaction that they had no intention of being a part of. And now all of a sudden they've sold their house for, for 10, 15, 20 percent less than market value. And and it, it's an unfortunate set of circumstances. So it, it's difficult to hear those stories. It's difficult to see those stories. But but these are what these types of companies and these types of buyers are looking for, and, and they're they're preying on the you know as you said those people who aren't really paying attention or you know the, the stereotypical old lady who gets this note and thinks wow I watch I wonder how much my house is and they you know they hear a number that is just exorbitantly higher than what they paid for in nineteen you know sixty eight uh, and they're probably you know prime to prime to sell so uh, oh, it's an interesting for scenario sure, for sure but yeah, yeah. But I, I agree with you Rob uh, be careful and beware and uh, if it sounds too be too good to be true it probably is when we come back uh, talk about a cheap home there are a number of them in a uh, in an area of Italy and we'll talk about that when we come back if you have a dollar fifty three hanging around you could be a homeowner we'll explain next year on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML. Life used to be so hard. Now everything is easy because of you. And now, la, 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 la. One more 
go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio. On the line once again, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, and conducting safe business during the COVID-19 pandemic. So if you're looking to buy a home or sell yours, you can be rest assured that it will be done in a very safe manner. RobGolfie.com is the website to go to. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. And you can subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. So I was whipping around the old World Wide Web the other day, and I came across the latest story about a region in Italy, a forgotten town, that is uh, basically uh, the mayor has launched what is being called Operation Beauty, finding new owners for many of the abandoned homes in their town. Uh, and a lot of these homes are in pretty rough shape. But here's the catch. It's it's only one euro. So if you have a dollar fifty three Canadian hanging around your house, you can own a home in this uh, southern region of Calabria. Uh, it sounds pretty amazing. I mean, you're going to be living in Italy for a dollar. That's not a bad gig, eh? <laughs> uh, it's uh, you know you know what it you know what it is, uh, Rick. It's uh, uh, in in uh, especially in Europe in these small little remote villages uh, in Italy and Sicily. Um, a lot of people have left to go to the big city or have left the country, and a lot of these uh, homes. Uh, originally were, were, were held by these homeowners, but then eventually they just kind of abandoned them. They stopped paying uh, taxes or, or whatever. So now this, the town, these little villages, uh, the town owns all these properties because they probably repossess them and they got to get rid of them. So, and, and, and the population is not growing in, there, in those towns. It's, uh, and it, it's decreasing. So for instance, uh, my, my, my dad in the town that he's from in, uh, in Italy, uh, when it was thriving, they had 700 people. And it was right beside another big a bit city, but there were 700 people. Today, there's only 100 living there. There were 700, you know, probably 60 years ago, 70 years ago. And uh, so, so there's a lot of empty homes there. And some of the people still own them, and, and, and some of them are abandoned. So uh, I think what this uh, mayor is trying to do is he's trying to revive uh, the, uh, the town and, and and it could be it could be an opportunity or it could be, uh, but obviously he's trying to p- have fi- people pick these homes up and start paying taxes because they need money for that town. So there's an opportunity there for uh, someone to you know make this like a vacation area. Who knows? Like I mean, uh, you go in there and you buy up the whole town and uh, and then you do an Airbnb <laughs> or something. I don't know. Now, now but, you're thinking. Uh, now you're thinking. So then all of a sudden you make a destination uh, location and you, and you create your own little Walt Disney little city there. But, uh, but yeah, it's not a bad, it's not a bad uh, deal. Depending if, if, if you're, if it, depending where it's near, where, you know, if it's near beaches, big cities or anything like that, yeah. I think it's, uh, I think mayor's trying to do something there. He's trying to, he's trying to create some revenue for the taxes. No doubt about it. So the, the, the town is called Cinque Fondi and uh, it dates back to ancient Greece. This is how old this town is. Is. And if you're wondering about the COVID-19 pandemic, they've had 
zero reported cases in this town. The area that they're in has also had the least amount of coronavirus uh, cases in Italy, which we know was hit hard, uh, just uh, under 1,200 confirmed cases in the region. But uh, there, there is a, a bit of a catch, you know, beside the $1.53 Canadian that you have to spend, you also have to invest in the renovation process. And the mayor of the town predicts that it'll be about 15 to 30K Canadian to revamp a particular place. And they're not very big either. They're about 430 square feet but they are in pretty rough shape. But if it's a yeah, vacation home, uh, a retirement destination, you know, when all is said and done, uh, you know, Italy's not a bad place to retire to. But uh, who knows, there might be some individuals who are thinking about this and, and might uh, dive into it. Oh, for sure. You're going to you're going to see in, in 5 years from now you're going to see uh, that 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 uh, uh, town is going to totally change and and uh, this mayor is going to probably be a big hero that he got people back there. And it's and, and it may be a little tourist little town like uh, you know, so who knows, but uh, this is definitely something to uh, to keep an eye on and see how they're making out. Another thing to consider, too, if you move to this town, uh, you might open a shop or you might, you know, be engaged in the business community and, and you know, carry on with a another career in your retirement, have a different career than, than what you had. And just think about, you know, the food and the wine that you'd be able to consume. Uh, not oh, a bad yeah. Not a bad decision at all. No, no, open up an espresso shop because that's what everybody likes <laughs> there doing, you go. drinking espresso, espressos in Italy, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Hey, if you're buying or selling a home, call the Golfie team today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. The website, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And hey, if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. Guys? Another great show. Stay cool. And thank you for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML.